Good morning, Daf Kufta Tashai Nomadalus. We're talking about the the simonios, these simoni which appear in the Sefer Torah either side of the Tupesukim of Vayibim Se'ah We saw the opinion of Rebbe. Rebbe says the reason why you have these simonios Menemal and Masa is because this is not really the place of the Pasha. It doesn't really belong there. Um, because as far as he's concerned, Rashi says, it belongs in the Pasha, the Zagodim and Pasha Samidbar. Why is it placed there? In order, in order to, um, well, I haven't actually said yet why. It's, it's a, it's a safer, sorry, that is rubbish and Megami, huh? It's rubbish and Megami, it's rubbish and Megami, it's rubbish and it's rubbish and Megami, right? Now, where Rebbe says, the reason is because it's safer Koshim in its own right. Right? That, that's, that's why it's there. So then we said, so who does the, the, the following statement of Yenison go like where it says Chotzvah Mileh HaShivah these are the Shivahs of Pretos we said a lot of that's like Rebbe right, that, that's, that's where we ended off and we just pointed out the other day and that you know the, the Marashah says the Chotzvah Mileh HaShivah he also makes this point that it's, it's uh, connected to the seven days of creation and um, we explain with that I think quite nicely the idea of that's why the 85 letters is the minimum to be considered uh, something worth saving from a fire on Shabbos because 85 is a microcosm of the entire state of Torah. The vault being, because as we've explained, that that every day of creation has within it all seven days, as the, the Shlach Kodesh says. That's why a week is called Shabbos. Every day has got Shabbos within it. And Shabbos has got every day within it as well. Each day is, that's why we're counting, so we are saying that we're not counting seven days, we're counting 49 days. But it's connected, says the Shlach, the, the seven days of the week, the seven days of creation, and therefore, that's, to my mind, that's why 85 letters, the parasha, the connected the same by Ibn Sa'arim, is already considered to be a mini, a sort of, a, a, a microcosm of the entire Sefer Fine. So the Gemara now asks, Mam Tana is a polygalid Rebbe. Who is the Tana who disagrees with Rebbe? Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, it's Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, it's uh, six lines down, uh, from the top of Kuftar Sainamadam. The Tanya, because it's been taught in a Brisa, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer, he says, I'll see the partial zoo, in the future this parsha is going to be Shetayoke at Mikan, it will be uprooted from here, Vitikote Bimkoinot, and it will be written in its rightful place. Okay, this, quite clearly, this is the, this is the Tanya Kamo, the one who says it doesn't really belong here. But for the time being, it's over here, and in the future, it will be uprooted from here, and it will be right, written in its right place. So why is it written over here? It's in order to, to dispel the, call it punishments, but the bad episodes in, the, uh, in this sort of area of the Torah, to divide between the first and the second. So the Gemara asks, What is the second Puranus? What is the second Puranus? Well, it's the parasha of Ayiha Omkimis Oenim. The people complaining, moaning, that's Ayiha Omkimis Oenim. So, Peronus Rishayna, what's the first punishment? That is, Ayitumi Hashem, that they journeyed from the mountain of Hashem. Just finish off the Gemara, just a little bit. So, the Gemara says, Rabbi Rabbi Chamel, Ber Rabbi Chanino. What does it mean, Ayitumi Hashem? Shethorimi Achari Hashem, they turn away from behind Hashem. It's not just the journey, they turn away. From after Hashem. The Marashal says, because, he says, Vayitu me har Hashem, har Hashem is not normally used with regard to Har Sinai. It would say, Har Hu Elikim. 
Harachorik or something like that. Harachorik is normally used with regard to the base Hamikdash. So, so to over here, Shesorim Acharei Hashem. Beheichon Mekomos, so where is this place? So on Ravashi, so Ravashi says, the Degolim, it really belongs in the parasha of the Degolim, as we've already mentioned, that's really where it belongs. Uh, and that's it. So says Rashi, Lo Yomin Hashem Hu So we did that. Zayin we said we did. Asido Parashal Zu. Right, it's about uh, six, six lines, seven lines, whatever it is down in the in Rashi. Sorry, in the white, in the narrow lines of Rashi. Asido Parashal Zu. The is in the future. This parasha, she will call up for all the and all the punishment will be bottled. But they eat akul the and they will no longer be worried about the Puranas. The Yitzhara bottom, the Yitzhara will be bottled. Then it will be put in its right in its right place. And in fact, I saw in the I think it, I think I must have seen this in the in the in the uh, the Sofer in Chakira Yitzayim. He says the idea is the two upside down nuns is that each nun is fifty. Fifty times two is a hundred. There's ninety eight kilometers in the Tochacha. Ninety eight, but plus there's a couple of general kilometers. Kamkol Kodi Bchomakol towards the end there, and therefore we mix up to a total of 100, and we're saying that for the time being, we need it as a protection to the spell to break up the punishment. But in the future, that will no longer be necessary. Within three days of journeying away, the rebel rousers or something like that, they already, they had a taiva, they tried malabota to complain about the boss, in order to rebel against that Kodesh Baruch Hu, and therefore, and therefore, um, uh, that's what it means by Yisra Mi'arashem. Fine. So, right, and again, as the Marashal says, because otherwise it should have said Mi'ar Ho'arekin. If you take a look at Tosus, Tosus says, Pur'onus Rishayno, Vayisu. It's Vayisu Mi'arashem, so Pirish Bakuntras, Rashi explains, Shemiot his khiru lisha ubasa. Right? Rashi, that Rashi Miyakari Hashem, Rashi adds something. They journeyed from behind Hashem, within three days of journeying away they were already wanted bosa. Now what does Rashi want with that? Well, Rashi wants is because what is the Puranus Rishona and what is Puranus Shania? Let me explain to you what the, what the, what the issue is. This is what this is If you look into your Kodesh, you'll find that the same day of the morning goes like this. The Parashat Fahad is the Chok. And they journeyed from Hashem, and the cloud of glory was upon them by day as they journeyed. That's the end of that. Then, by even these two took him and Then, you this is the parasha of the disowning those who complain. Right by Yom Kippur, they were complaining. Rabbi Ochmi Hashem, 
Hashem, that in itself is not, is, not a, is not the promise. It's rather the result of it. But, where did it start? Where is the root of that problem? Is Vayishamei HaRashem. We'll explain that a little bit more in a second, but that's quite, quite a, there's a piece over here that says it's Yobzav. So the Tosh's Yomtev says, the Hikshu B'Tosh's Tosh's asks, Da'akati Nismachush Teperonis. Right? Effectively, again, what, what, what's the, I mean, first of all, we'll see how the question is, but according to Rashi, you've still got two Peronis next to each other. The Mishonin and the Nasafsuf, there's nothing divided between them. Minitchachum, Minitchachum, Oliyashi, there's, Difficult to, a difficult answer. Would it be according to me, Adara? Hokinami? Where's this in the third day of March? I'm going to give you a good answer. Okay, Mr. Dutton. He says, Would it be Adara? Hokinami, Mishanti? This is the answer. The Messiah of Asaf to Khadal Puranasu is one Puranasu. The Tezan, I'll prove it to you. The Chim is the Porish, Shinyomaiha. Did you notice the Lashon of the Gemara? He said, What's the second promise? Didn't ask what's the first one. So it says, And after two options, it tells you what the first one is. It says, Shinyomaihi, what's the second one? The Lashon of the Gemara didn't ask about the first one. Shinami, no, that shows me Dorishin and Ami Yoda. Of course, he knew what the first one is. But the Hukma Akhakat, the Gemara, Peronus, Rishin, and Ayesha, the Chudu, the Shaila, Rishin, and Ayesha. He never asked afterwards to their shayla, what's the first one? He knew what it is. And on the Sabah tomorrow, the Sabah tomorrow is in my Just let us know afterwards, oh, by the way, if you want to know what the first one is, it's obvious what it is. This is what it is. He only asked about, but what's the second one? Why? The Sabah had a misogynist, and he just lived with Shabbat Hashemi. Because he thought, what is the misogynist? We know the misogynist are the people who are Mabakshim Aligarah, she says. They're looking to complain. But what do they complain about? So he thought, what is it? It's them complaining about the, the learning. No, the learning. The Harashem. Because they come on. They come out, so in which case, hold on, there's no divide. They promise to misogyny, they promise to Vahasafsus. That's what he thought. Because now there's two different things. Misogyny and Asafsus. There's nothing dividing. That's already the beginning of the second one. And this only in the that goes together. The Kurochabo Puravati is all one Puravati. We'll do finish Rashi, not that Rashi. We'll come to Rashi in a second, right? Uh, okay, Shemafari, Shemataisa, Asaf, Piyore, Shino, Me Achari Hashem. the main point here. So again, the Peshat, as, as far as Tosus is concerned, is like this. That, 
we knew it's obvious to us the first promise is what? is by Yisru Me'ar Hashem they were Bereach Me'ar that was never a question the question was only that what's the second promise? meaning to say we assume the Havamina is by Yiha on Kimis Oninim is really, so to speak, a continuation of Ayyusim Yar Hashem. They were complaining about, about, you know, about the Torah, etc. So in which case, the second promise would have to be I suppose so. So in which case, there's nothing to spell in the... Right. It's in the wrong place. So what does the Gemara answer? So Paramus Shani Almighty, where's the second Paramus? The answer is Ayyusim Yar Hashem. By Yihon Kemitzonim is already the beginning of the second promise. It's all that all goes together. Yeah? The Mitzonim, the Asafs, that's all one big promise. So now we clarify, ah, so what's the promise? I've got, it's not, it's never a question, it's obvious. It's by Yismiyah Hashem. That's the way you read the Gemara according to Tosis. Yeah, is that clear? Yeah? Okay. Whereas, according to Rashi, Rashi understands that, no, the Mithonin and Al-Tafsuk are two separate things. In which case, we talk have a problem. Where's the divide? Well, it's like a, 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 a,
That's excellent. So you know what? Put in there, put in there the, the Yud Gimel Excellent. So put the Yud Gimel Midas. So put the Yud Gimel Midas there. Put the Yud Gimel Midas there then. In all those of Shaykhan, I'm definitely, I'd say with the ideal one, no? Before the idea of Melech. What does Melech mean? What's a true Melech? Melech stands for Noyach Leiv Kovit. So there's Shay Shaytan's for Right? Noyach Leiv Kovit. Remember with Bilom, Bilom, remember the Gemara Brachus? Bilom, in that moment when our Scottish Prophet gets angry each day, he wanted to curse the Jewish people. Right? It's just a regga. So Tosus asks, what was he planning to say in this regga? We're talking about a fraction of a sentence. Tosus says, one of the answers is, Kale! The word Kale. Right? Annihilate them. It's, it's that two syllables. Regga, Kale. So you've got enough time to say that. So what did our Kodesh Baruch do? That by Yahweh, Hashem, and the Kethar, the Chayat, the Kethar, the Bracha, Kodesh Baruch switched around to Bracha, and instead of saying Kale, he says, Melech! Kalein, Bashira, becomes Melech. Can't think about it. Chaf, Lam, and Mem, let's spell it all the way around now. Mem, Lam, and Chaf. It's Melech. Vuzruaf, Melech, boy. Right? Vuzruaf, Melech, boy. Shaitan's form, what he was really getting at is that Melech, he understood that is the secret of Kali Sol success. The Noyach, controls the labor, the intellect controls the emotions, and that in turn controls underneath it the COVID. COVID is a place of type of physical lust. Right? Even the emotions are controlled when yes and when not to let the emotions rule. Whereas by Bilon, Bilon was completely the opposite. He was a vault of Kalim, hence he never he never reaches you could even say that's one of the reasons why he never reaches potential. Right, I tell, tell, tell with this the, the, the story with, with Rukhaim. Rukhaim Bristol was once walking in the street. And he, this Talmudian, walking with him, could see he was distracted. He was watching this wagon being pulled by these two mighty horses. They asked him, you know, what, what's the rabbi looking at? He says, he was just wandering. He says, you've got this old, bent over, skinny man on top of the, this, you know, top of the horses, the wagon there, whipping away at these horses, these two massive, beefy horses. Why didn't they just turn around and throw him off? They're far stronger than him. So I mean, thought, well, good question, what's the answer? So he said, because they're horses. In other words, because they've got the mindset of a horse, a horse doesn't realise its own strength. If they only realise their own strength, of course they'd throw him off. Right? And I say, same thing with Bill. Perhaps one of the Nakudas there is, who did he live with? He lived with his offspring. He married is female chamor. And I say it that way because the word chamor comes from chaymer. The chamor is the symbol of physicality. It's such a word, right? Of artius, chaymer. And that was what Benham lived for. We know he was 
wanted money, yeah, it was, that, that, that's where he, that was his focus. In the Meda, what was in charge of him was the COVID, and the labors was other, and the mother, and the, the, the Mayach was underneath it. So Kalei needs to be annihilated, finished. And that's what he wanted to do with Kalei, switch them around, and hence they brought in the Bnei Zmoya, but it's Midian, and then that was how they infiltrated a little bit, the place of time. Yeah? But a true, but, but, but the, the ultimate middle, a middle within Kalei is Mayach controls the Lev, it controls the Kalei. That's the Kali Soel came to Arsina and we got crowns. We were Mamash Azavi Melochim. Right? We have the crowns, the crowns of Matan Torah. Yeah? Kesta Torah. We were, we were Melochim. And within three days of journeying away from Hashem, we left it all behind. And the biggest riot for that is, no? What was the result? No! That doesn't show me anything. No, that's not actually either. Whatever they were complaining about. That's not the one we want. It's Abu Taibah. Mi Achinenu Bosor. Bosor. We're back to the Kobe. Oi, Vey. So therefore, where's the Shoresh of that? What's really the problem here? It's not the fact that they were hit Abu Taibah. That's not the problem. That's, that's not the major thing. You can't, you can't blame them for that. It's like Yitzhu Me'ashem. They journeyed away from Hashem and they didn't take the Torah with them. They left it behind. So of course the COVID is going to be in, 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 uh, in control. The real Abeyah was by Yitzhu Me'ashem. And there's no, it's no contradiction to, to the measures that Tosha brings. Yeah, part of that was the Puranus Rishonah. By Yitzhu Me'ashem. Yeah, is that clear? Does that yeah, make sense? That is, and they're not, they're not, Rashi, they're not, the, they're not Puranas, they're not the same Puranas, no, they're not. Your Kasha was, like, you missed the Arunas in the wrong place, where's the second one? I, I'm not quite sure what's going on over here. So he aren't giving Sodan in, is that the second one? Or is it by ourselves? How do we reckon it? Where, where, where are you supposed to have by Yimit Sodan? No, 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 the second one is Misodan in. That's, that's not going to Misodan And the first one, therefore? Is, I know you'll think it as our but the shayrish of it is, by even Torah, And therefore, what do you do to rectify that? By even To realize that the Oro is the symbol of Torah, the icon of Torah, it journeys. When you go on a journey, you don't leave it behind, you take it with you. By even by take it with you. But your Futsu what's our ultimate enemy? not the Palestinians. Right? Our ultimate enemy is the Yitzhahara. The Yofutsi of our Kobe Yonusimus Anecha, the source of our state in Israel, worst enemy, worst. What does the Yonusimus Anecha? Is there anything more there? The Ponecha? Etc. Etc. Yeah? 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 Could be it's also got a connection to by Yom Kimisodim as well, that will be the but that's why it's placed up there, not between the two. Because the problem is by Yisumiasha continuing to have leaves behind his work, he wants nothing to do with it anymore, and he runs off. Yeah? Is that clear? Not the violence?
if you take a light and you shine it through a prism, this shows us that light is made up of seven parts, right? So you shine it through one prism, which is, you've got the original light, that's the father. He puts it through to the second generation and it divides into seven. Now, I don't mean literally, because I've had this before, and people say, well, the light won't do that. I, I realise that. But if you now imagine, I'm also the second generation, I have seven lights. The Torah has now been this colour, it's expanded into seven. And imagine I could actually take, imagine it's seven original lights now. And I now shine it through, each one through a prism, into the second generation, third generation now, right? How many lights will I have? 49. And I said, I know you can't do that, okay? I'm not suggesting you can Scientifically, you can't take those lights, right? Because all the lights you put in there, they come back to one. I realise that. But the idea is, you come into the first generation, it's expanding to, this kind of back to Chotzah with El Shiva, this idea here. And suddenly, the second generation, we've got the full expanse of that Torah. It's even better, right? That's the, we've come into the Chotzah with El Shiva, it's coming to the seventh part. You know, each part has seven within it. So when we come to the third generation, whichever way you want to look at it, I've got the full 49. But now add to it the original thing, the Kaila, where it came from. And that's back to our Ornoi. That's Tisperu Chamishim Yoy. Based on the Shabbat, right? The 49 days are the 7 days of creation, but each one has within it all 7 days. It's 49. Mimela, when you do that, Tisperu Chamishim Yoy, it comes to the 50th one, which represents the up and beyond. Right? The, the, the Eved, right? 50th year. Eved Oilam. He's Eved Oilam, but he goes free. There's a vault now as well, but that's the vault. Oh no! Once it's gone through two generations, that's to say, it's there, it's expanded, etc. It's an evidoidon, let's put it that way, right? It's an evidoidon, it's not moving from the family. I'll just end with the vault then. You may ask, huh? But the mind, do we see it? It's not true. Look at all these wonderful rabbinic dynasties. Have been there, they can trace it back all the way to Dovid Amenek or whatever it is, right? Exactly, he's actually got three generations, right? And yet, therefore, you know, children of the dead. The answer is like this. It's a medrash. I believe it's a medrash. The medrash says, imagine it's talking about the person himself. The person himself goes off. He's been learning and he says, you know what, enough. Tinek says, I'm going, right? Ah, I'm leaving the path. Can he come back? Can he come back? Of course he can. It says, the medrash, I'll give you a motion. Imagine you've got a... a, a um, a king. And his son is captured. So he, so, after 25 years, finally he's released. And he comes back. The king's long gone. And his massive royal estate has all been taken over. So he says, excuse me, I want the estate back. So he says, no, who, who are you? He says, what do you mean? I'm the heir to this estate. Never mind the heir to the throne. I have a right to it. Is he correct? Of course he's correct. So too, says the Medrash. The Torah is a Meirosha. What you've, what you've learned, it's yours. It's talking about the person himself. You leave, you can come back to, you, it, to it. It's yours. It's Meirosha. But I say the same vault. Once the Torah is in the family three generations, Torah, Tivalon, and Moshe, Meirosha, it's a Yerusha. It's there to stay. Meirosha, Kehilat, who does it say? Yaakov. Not Avraham. That's only one. Not Yitzchok. That's only two. It's got to be three generations. That's Yaakov. One to three, it's there to stay. Meirosha kehilat yakeh. Right? And therefore, it says like this, Vayihibim sa'ha'oren, sometimes the oren will be journeying. Beautiful this. Vayihibim sa'ha'oren, sometimes it's a dominant gene, I would call it. 
It's in the family and it's told in the Torah of Hashem, the first of Shemit Terevitzvah. But he has been so. So that time, Kuma Hashem, the Yofutzah, has been discussed here in this Mazanach. But, Uvenuchai, what happens when the, the, the gene is Uvenuchai? It's at rest. It's in the family, it hasn't gone anywhere, but it's recessive. Yoimai. Then he says, Shuvo Hashem. I'd like to touch it up. Hashem will come back. It may take a generation, it may take five generations, but it will come back. And he's got every right to come back because it's in the family to stay. And that's why it's placed over here. As they ran away from the Torah, the Torah says, uh-uh, you're running away, you may be running away, but it's going to come back. The Torah, as we say, is the Torah is looking for you. You may run away, but it's coming after you. Shuvo Hashem, it's only recessive, it's only time before it comes back. And that's why we do the Pilots here. You're running away three, gener- three days, but it's already been in three generations through the Ovid Sakadoshim, it's coming back. Sure.